our Father, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, our Savior, Holy Spirit, our Pericles, the Ruach HaKadosh, the one who covers, the one who comes to work alongside us, the one who reminds us, the one who connects us to Jesus Christ, the one who is our telephone to the full Godhead. We recognize you, Lord God. We recognize the Godhead and we give honor where honor is due. And it is definitely due unto your name, Lord God. There is no other God before you. There is no other God that is greater than you. There is no other God that can compare to the love, the mercy that you give, Father, the grace that you bestow upon your people, Lord God, your hand of protection that's on our lives, Father. We know you to be our healer, Lord God. We know you to be our deliverer, Lord God. We know you to be our sanctification, Lord God. We know you, Father, to be the mender of broken relationships, Lord God. We know you to be the restorer of our souls, Lord God. So we call on you. We call on your name, Lord God. We beseech you today, oh God. We say, Lord God, that we love you, that we care about you, Lord God, that you are all in all, Lord God. Father, and we just want to repent, Father, for anything we have done, Father, said, Lord God, thought, Father, anything we have act any way we acted father that brought displeasure to you lord god father that may have brought father discomfort to your heart father we just repent for that right now any thought father we did not take captive lord god father any action father that was not in love father any move we made that was not in faith father we just repent for that right now in the name of jesus and we turn away father and we take another thought lord god and we seek to live a life lord god that is pleasing unto you lord god so we glorify you father we bless your name lord god you're holy you're worthy lord god and we thank you father for choosing us lord god father to be a part of your kingdom lord god we don't take it for granted lord god that you called us into this precious faith lord god we don't take it for granted lord god that we've been called your people lord god that we've been called to keep our hand on the plow lord god we don't take it for granted lord god father that we've been called to work walk this life out lord god father in faith lord god in love lord god we don't take it for granted lord god father that you've called us to intercede father we don't take it for granted father that you called us to love lord god that you called us to live abundantly lord god we don't take anything for granted lord god that you have blessed us lord god with the house to worship you in lord god we don't take it for granted that you've blessed us father with an awesome leader lord god the man of god a pastor that's after your own heart we don't take it for granted lord god that you've blessed us lord god with the teacher, Lord God, and you've blessed their ministry, you've blessed their marriage, Lord God. We don't take it for granted, Father, that we can come here, Lord God, and we can see one another, Lord God. We don't take it for granted, Lord God, Brandy and Tony coming into the house of the God and together, Lord God, in unison, Lord God. We don't take that for granted, Lord God. We don't take it for granted, Lord God, Father, when Adonijah comes up the steps, Lord God. Nobody's forgotten in the kingdom of God, Father. We don't take it for granted. Father, we remember we don't take Billy for granted, Lord God. We don't take Star for granted, Lord God. We don't take Janae for granted, Lord God. We don't take Arnie for granted, Lord God. Father, we don't take Berta for granted. We don't take Celeste for granted, Lord God. We don't take, Father, anyone for granted, Lord God. But we recognize, Lord God, the strength that we draw upon, Father, when we gather together, Father. We thank 
thank you, Lord God, that no, no one of us, Father, have died, Father, but you've called us to live, Lord God. You've called us to live spiritually, Lord God, and naturally, Lord God. You've given us everything pertaining to life and godliness, Lord God. So we won't take your word for granted, Lord God. We don't take the word of God for granted, Lord God. It's a living word. It feeds our souls. It gives us life. It renews our minds. We don't take that for granted, Lord God. We don't take the ability to speak your name freely for granted, Lord God. We don't take the ability, Lord God, and the task of interceding on behalf of our persecuted brethren for granted, Lord God. We don't take, Lord God, the prostitute, Lord God, that needs to hear the message of Jesus Christ for granted, Lord God. We don't take the abuser for granted, Lord God. We don't take the assignments that you give us for granted, Lord God. We don't take this walk for granted, Lord God. For we know, Lord God, that we have work to do, Lord God. So we lay our lives, Father, down so that we can hear what you have to say, so that we can hear every assignment, Lord God, so that we, Lord God, can detach from the demonic, Lord God, from the world system, Lord God, so we can really begin to work, Lord God. All that hinders us, Lord God, the pride, Lord God. Father, the, the things that are done in the dark, Lord God, Father, we lay that down right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God. The secret sin, Lord God. Those who may feel like they can't, Lord God, stop, Lord God, sinning. We intercede on their behalf, Lord God. We pray, Father, that you give them power from on high, Lord God. Those who are on their knees pleading before you, Lord God, just help me to stop, Lord God. Give them that power, Lord God. Empower them to know that they can lay that down right now and never pick it up again in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, Father, for the crackhead who wants deliverance, Lord God, that it's available to them right now, Lord God. Let them know that we're interceding on their behalf right now, Lord God. That child, Lord God, that's been kidnapped, Lord God, who feels that they'll never return to their family, Lord God. Let them know that we're interceding on their behalf, Lord God, our persecuted brother, Lord God, our persecuted sister, Lord God, that's in jail, about to give up, about to denounce your name. Lord God, let them know that we're interceding on their behalf, Lord God. Give them the strength, Lord God, to endure. Let them know that they are not forgotten in the kingdom. Let them know that this is not in vain, Lord God. Let them know, Lord God, Father, that they have the saints, Lord God, behind their backs, Lord God. Let them know, Father, that they have the saints cheering them on, saying to keep going, Lord God. Those in our ministry that may feel forgotten, Lord God, let them not feel like they've been left behind, Lord God. Let them know, Lord God, that we got them, Lord God. That we're a family, Lord God. That we're interceding for them, Lord God. That we're praying, Lord God. And we're hoping the best of them, Lord God. That there's no spitefulness in our hearts, Lord God. That there's no deceitfulness, Father, when we deliver the message of Jesus Christ. When we bring correction to them, Lord God. Let them know that they are not forgotten in the kingdom of God, Father. That pastor, Lord God, who may be considering, Lord God, turning down pastoralship, Lord God, or denouncing his calling, Lord God. Let him know right now, Father, that he has not been forgotten by you. That he is needed in the kingdom, Lord God. That he has mighty work to do, Lord God. That he has a sheepfold to lead, Father. To strengthen him, Lord God. Give him the wisdom, Lord God. Give him the power, Lord God. Remove every obstacle that's in his way, Lord God. That may be preventing him, Lord God, from truly accepting his call, Lord God. 
nobody is forgotten, Lord God, in the kingdom, Father. We pray for the teachers. We pray for the prophets. We pray for the intercessors, Lord God. We pray for the evangelists, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, Father, for those who are in the ministry of helps, Lord God. We pray, Father, for the counselors, Lord God. We pray for those who say that they believe, Lord God. We pray for the children, Lord God. We remember them, Lord God. They are not forgotten, Lord God, and they are needed, Father. We pray, Lord God, for those who feel, Lord God, that you have just left them aside, Lord God. Let them know, Father, that you have not, Lord God. Strengthen them, Lord God, Father. Cut the mouth of the enemy off, Lord God, from speaking into their ear, Lord God, from trying to keep them, Lord God, away from you, away from your truth, Lord God, Father. We just pray protection over their mind, that the mind of Christ will be imparted into them, Lord God, that they can live this life, Lord God, that is not in vain, Lord God, that is not hard to do, Lord God, that is not tedious, Lord God, that is not difficult, Lord God, Father, but it's worth it all, Lord God. Everything is worth it all for your name, Lord God. We pray, Father, the Holy Spirit brings that to the remembrance of the Christian. That fire has gone out, Lord God. We pray for fresh fire, Lord God, Father. For those, Lord God, who just have just lost all hope, Lord God, Father. We just thank you, Father, that you remind them. The Holy Spirit reminds them that they are not forgotten. That you remind them that they are needed. That they are needed in the kingdom, Lord God. Those who are doubting, Father, if they're even, Father, called to serve you, Lord God, remind them, Lord God, Father, just how precious they are in your sight, Lord God. Let us not forget, Lord God, just, Father, how merciful you are to us, Lord God. How much you need us, Lord God, and how much we need you. Let us never become complacent, Lord God. Let us not, never begin to doubt you, Lord God, Father, or forget about, Father, your word, Lord God, or forget about, Lord God, what you have called us to do, Lord God. We stand firm, Lord God. We pray, Father, for the saints that their walk will be strengthened in you, Lord God. For those who don't have Holy Spirit, we pray for genuine baptism, Lord God, that they can break away, Lord God, from any sin, any ounce of darkness that's prohibiting them, Lord God, Father, from truly, Lord God, receiving you, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, Father that we make you proud father in everything that we do lord god we give you glory father we give you honor lord god we give you praise lord god we understand father what we have to do father for you lord god we don't take anything for granted father because we are needed in the kingdom lord god you have need of us lord god and we have ever so need of you lord god so please father just continue to minister to your people lord god continue to open their eyes lord god open the eyes of their understanding father to all truth lord god we thank you father for those who are calling themselves christians that we live a life father that is worthy of the calling father so that we can lead the lost father to you lord god so that we can be read of men father and examples lord god father to this dying world to this dying generation lord god that we can speak truth lord god no matter what lord god so we can stand for righteousness no matter what lord god and we thank you father for your covering we thank you father for your wisdom your protection your guidance you leading us lord god we don't take any of that for granted lord god it's in jesus name amen hallelujah hallelujah
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. To the Almighty King. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let us rejoice and just say hallelujah, hallelujah. The one true God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The one who saves. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The one who cleanses. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The one who died for us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The ones that let us come back. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The ones that give us another chance. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The one that let us keep making mistakes. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The one that causes his child. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The father that keeps calling us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The father that truly cares for us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The one true God, the Messiah, Adonai, Hamashiach. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The one who reigns and sits on the throne. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The one that heals. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The one that changed your minds. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The one that changed your heart. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The one that changed your thought process. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The one that changed the direction. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The one that changed your path. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The one that make it crooked straight. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The one that just rubs you and pull you out of your thoughts. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The one who lets you come down and bow your knees. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The one that lets you climb his name and still go another direction. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The one that gave us Holy Spirit. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Holy Spirit that walks alongside of us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord God, forgive us for not pulling on your Holy Spirit that you've given us to us, Father. Forgive us for not calling on Holy Spirit that walks alongside of us, Father. Forgive us, Father, for not calling on your Holy Spirit that walks alongside of us, Father. Forgive us, Father, for not pulling on your Holy Spirit that walks alongside of us, Father. Forgive us for thinking we're human trying to have a spiritual experience, Father. Forgive us, Father, for trying to have a spiritual experience, Father, in our human mind, Father. Let us know, Father, we are a spirit and we cannot have a spiritual experience, Father, without faith, Father. We thank you right now, Father, that you help us to deal with our thought process, to deal with our belief system, to deal with our heart checks, Father, to deal with our thoughts, Father, to deal, Father, with our past, Father, to deal with our, our words that we have said, Father, to deal with us the way we think is right, Father, to deal with us the way we worship you, Father, to deal with us the way we read your word and not comprehend it, Father, to deal with us, Father, reading your word and still walking contrary, Father, to deal with us, Father, to call in your name and still say we are Christian, Father, to deal with us, Father, to still, Father, quote your word, Father, but we're not living the life, Father. Forgive us, 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 Father. For you have given us the comforter. Forgive us for worrying, Father. Forgive us for worrying, Father. For you given us the comforter. For you given us the light. For you given us success. You given us faith. You given us belief. You given us hope. Forgive us, Father. Forgive us, Father. Forgive us, Father. Your Holy Spirit. 
God gives us assurance, Father. Let us call on assurance, Father. Let us call on assurance, Father. What looks like rot, glory God. We should know it's Holy Spirit that gives us assurance, Father. What looks like we're broken, Father, it's Holy Spirit. What looks like we don't have is Holy Spirit. What looks like our family has fallen is Holy Spirit. What looks like we don't have a house is Holy Spirit. What looks like you don't have food is Holy Spirit. What looks like you don't have a friend is Holy Spirit. What looks like you don't have a spouse is Holy Spirit. What looks like you don't can look to the left or the right is Holy Spirit. What looks like you don't have family is Holy Spirit. Father, forgive us. Forgive us for misusing your spirit, Father. Forgive us for walking by the flesh in our own thoughts, Father. Forgive us, Father, for walking contrary to your word, Father. Forgive us, Father, for thinking we believe us and we're not, Father. Forgive us for calling Christians, Father, and we're not walking a life, Father. Forgive us, Father, for using your name in vain, Father. Forgive us for calling on your name here with dirty hands, Father. Forgive us for calling on you, Father, with a dirty life, Father. Forgive us, Father, for calling on you, Father, with a dirty mouth, Father. Forgive us, Father, for calling on you, Father, not loving others, Father. Forgive us, Father, for not um, interceding for other people, Father. Forgive us, Father, for calling out for things, Father. Forgive us for calling out a promotion we don't deserve it, Father. Forgive us, Father, for calling on your name, Father. Forgive us, Father, for calling on prayers for our own lives, Father. Forgive us, Father, for not interceding for the needy, Father. Forgive us for not having a heart for others, Father. Forgive us, Father, for not keeping our leaders up, up, Father. Forgive us, Father, for not praying for them, Father. Forgive us for not laying prostrate, Father. Forgive us for bucking against our leaders, Father. Forgive us, Father, for not calling on your Holy Spirit, Father. Forgive us, Father, for walking contrary to the grafted word you've given us, Father. Forgive us, Father, for reading your word and not doing it, Father. Forgive us for sitting here, here in the day and night and don't receive, Father. Forgive us for not receiving the one true word, Father. Forgive us, Father, for trying to intercede, Father, and quote it to somebody else and our lives don't match, Father. Forgive us, Father. Forgive us for not dealing with our own mindset, Father, our own past, Father, our own dark life, Father. Forgive us for calling on you, Father. Forgive us, Father, for calling on you. We don't deserve it, Father. Forgive us, Father, for trying to live two lives, Father. Forgive us for not walking in the light, Father, no matter what we see, Father. Forgive us for not walking through the wilderness and knowing you are with us, Father. Forgive us for not knowing, Father, Holy Spirit walks alive inside of us, Father. Forgive us, Father, for not taking hold of the Spirit, Father. Forgive us for thinking we're human, Father. Let the enemy speak to us day and night, Father. Let the enemy take a hold of our mind. Let the enemy take a hold of our families. Let the enemy take a hold of our house. Let the enemy take a hold of your whole well-being. Let the enemy take a hold of your soul. Let the enemy take a hold of your eye gate. Let the enemy take a hold of your ear. Let the enemy take a hold of your heart. Let the enemy snatch and snare your children. Forgive us, Father. Forgive us for not being our God, Father. Forgive us, Father. 
Forgive the church for working on a system and not letting the Holy Spirit move. Forgive us for calling on abortion, Father. Forgive us for letting abortion to go to birth, Father. Forgive us, Father, in the government house, Father. Forgive the governors, Father. Forgive us, Father. Let us cry out so our government can make the crooked straight. Forgive us, Father. Let us intercede for our government. Let us intercede for the president. Let us intercede for these dark days that are coming. Let us intercede for the abortion. Let us intercede that it stops. Let us intercede that the woman will change her mind. Let us intercede that the father will stay. Let us intercede, Father, that the baby will make a, a, big, a big kick, Father. Let us intercede that the baby can pray in the womb, Father. Let us intercede, Father, that doctors are praying, Father. Let us intercede, Father, that the car breaks down before they get there, Father. Let us intercede, Father, when they make up their mind, Father, they still can't make it, Father. Let us intercede, Father, this is your blood of your children, Father. Let us intercede, Father, for our president, for his mind. Let us intercede, Father, he'll make the right decision, Father, for our faith, Father. Let us intercede, Father, that the Pope, Father, will not push this one world order, Father. Let us intercede, Father, because he's trying to mix the, the darkness and the light, Father. Let us intercede, Father, that the Pope, Father, don't succeed at his tricks, Father. Let us intercede, Father, there's more pastors that tell the truth, Father. Let us intercede, Father, they will help their sheep, Father. Let us intercede, Father. Let us intercede for each other, Father. Let us help each other when we're walking away with Father. Let us be honest with each other, Father. Let us love on each other with the word, Father. Let us correct with the word, Father. Let us fix our relationships, Father. Let us fix our relationships so others can have hope, Father. Let us relationships, Father, look like a Christian should look, Father. So our children will have hope in a marriage, Father. So our children will have hope in a friendship. So our children can have hope in having a life. So our children can have hope in a family, Father. Let us clean up our lives, Father. Let us clean up our lives, Father. Let us clean up our lives, Father. Let us see the mental illness when it comes in the house. Let us see, Father, when our children, Father, is bringing in darkness, Father. Let us see, Father, when our children are cutting, Father. Let us see, Father, when our children are having sex, Father. Let us see, Father, when the thoughts come before they even do it, Father. Let us see, Father, when they're making a bad decision, Father. Let us see, Father, that the spirit of boldness, Father, come upon them, Father. Let us see, Father, when the... Let us see, Father, the darkness that is on our children, Father. Let us see, Father, what's in the schools, Father. There's no believers in there, Father. Let us intercede for the schools, Father. Let us intercede for the teachers, Father. Let us intercede for the principals, Father. Let us intercede for the superintendent, Father. Let us intercede for the president, Father. Let us intercede for the PTA, Father. Let us intercede, Father, the minority join the school system, Father. Let us intercede that we get involved, Father. Let us get bonus, Father, in the school system. Let us get bold in the government, Father. Let us get bold in our own house, Father. Let us get bold, Father, in our church, Father. Let us get bold, Father, in outreach, Father. Let us have your name be great in the earth, Father. Let's not, not be afraid of his name. His name is Jesus. 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 There is freedom in his name. There is freedom in his name. 
There's freedom in his name. There's freedom in his name. There's freedom in his name. There's freedom in his name. Let the demons fall off the beard family. Let the demons fall off the beard's 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 family. Let the demons crawl off the beard's family. Let the darkness be removed. Let the darkness be removed. Let the lion be removed. Let the deceitful be removed. Let the lion be removed. Let the secrets be removed. Let the darkness be removed. Uncloak their eyes, Father. Uncloak their eyes, Father. Uncloak his heart, Father. Uncloak the heart, Father. Uncloak the heart, Father. Remove, Father, every doctrine that don't belong, Father. Remove every darkness that don't belong, Father. Remove every word that don't belong, Father. Remove every hedges and highways that's blocking their way, Father. Remove the darkness out of their lives, Father. Remove their past, Father. Remove their past, Father. Remove the drugs, Father. Remove anything that's hindered from their foreign motion, Father. Remove the darkness, Father. Remove the DNA from the daddy and the mother's house, Father. Remove the DNA so they can move in the kingdom, Father. Remove the bloodline, Father. Let them know it's a new bloodline, Father. Let them know we're a new king, Father. We're a new prince, Father. We're a new child of God, Father. Remove the demons from the house, Father. Remove the demon, Father. Remove the demon crouching at the door, Father. Remove the demon in his bedroom, Father. Remove the demon in the kitchen. Remove the demon in the living room. Remove the demon out the door. Remove the demon out the child. Remove the demon out the wife. Remove the demon out the husband. Remove it from the beard's house, Father. Remove it out the beard's house, Father. Remove it out the beard's house, Father. Let him move through the spirit. Let him move in the spirit. Let him move in the spirit. Break every yoke off of that house, Father. Break every yoke off of the house, Father. Break every yoke out of the house. Cut it up, Siki, and a 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 Siki, Cut it up, the key out of 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 the key
It's time for you to be aggressive about your life and everything that God says is yours. It's time for you to get out your feelings and your emotions and get into the spirit, the wind of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Get into the wind of God. His spirit, move with his spirit. Get out of your emotions. Get out of feeling some kind of way. Get in line with the kingdom of God and his ways, his ways of doing things. Step out of your past. Step out of your hurt. Step out of your disappointment. Step out of the way that you've been raised. Step into the wind of God. Hallelujah. Step into righteousness. Step into the wind of God. There's time for things to break in your life. There's time for things to break in your life and never to repeat and see those days again. It's time for the breaker to come in and show himself strong in your life. It's time for him to eradicate all darkness that's been holding back your purpose and your plan and destiny for your life that he has prepared for you. No more time allowing the enemy to you continue to torture you to tamper with your mind he's been tampering with the mind of God believers he's been tampering with your future he's been tampering with your ideals you he won't even allow you to even think what's good he won't even permit you to to dream anymore to move forward in God anymore He's not allowing you to see the good things of God anymore. The promises of God. He has made the word to be to you as an ordinary word. But the word of God is the wind and ways of God. 
all you need is a word from God a breath of God to blow over your mind and blow your mind into the right way of thinking kingdom thinking to govern your steps in the kingdom way and no longer to be moved by your situations of what if and, and why and how come it just is continue to move forward in the kingdom of God why did this happen to me why did he or she treat me this way why did I have to get married and divorced why 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 I don't know why and I don't care why I'm about kingdom business now The only question that we should be asking is, Lord, what will you have me to do next? What will you put my hands on, Lord God? How can I advance the kingdom of God? That should be your question. Not about what's going on with me. If you place your mind onto the kingdom of God, you won't be aware of what's going on with you. Because what's going on with you is that you are being prepared to function correctly in the kingdom of God. You're in process for greatness. That's what's going wrong with you. Why am I hurting? Why can't I forgive? Because you're focused on that event. Why can't I move forward? Why can't I love God the way that I should? Why is my life and my peace not sustainable? It's because you keep asking why to the wrong person you're asking the enemy why and he's keep feeding you because you did this and that and then he condemns you let the questions that you ask now even in your tears and your most deep deepest hurt that you say Lord God what will you have me to do next in the kingdom every time your emotion rise up and you feel in some kind of way and don't think that you can love like you should love according to the word of God simply ask Lord God use me how can I be used what's next who can I go witness to Who else can I pray for besides myself? What else can I ask for besides what I what's going on in my life? I know it to be true as Joe was being attacked by the enemy. He caught a hold of himself when he began to question God. question the one that created you he asked him where were you when I created the universe where were you Joe but what you're asking Lord when is going to be my turn when is this going to be over that's what you're asking he said will you get started on my kingdom will you stay on kingdom assignment kingdom focus And we get out of ourselves and what we're dealing 
with what you think you're dealing with. It's simply the process. I told my sister, who was diagnosed with a tumor in her brain, almost three months ago, and she was down to her fourth treatment of proton therapy. And she called me, she had a meltdown, and she's crying, and why me, I'm losing my hair, and she's going through, lost her hearing, all these different things. And I let her get it out. But then I said, I said, Tom, I said, I can only say this from the outside looking in, but I know what the word of God says. He said, if there's anything of good rapport, think on these things. This is not unto death. This is the process of the therapy of proton. It is to lose hair. And it's going to change the coloration of your skin. I said, just know it's a process. This is not your outcome. Your outcome is healing. See, but we we focus on process. So today was our last day of treatment. And we celebrated. I said, didn't God, and God says, didn't I tell you? He said, haven't I told you? That's the word of God. And this is what he's saying to you even now. Tony, haven't I told you? Frida, I don't care what you've been through and how many times you've been through it. He said, but didn't I tell you? That not only are you going to get through this, but I'm going to turn your captivity. He said, when I turn your captivity, it's going to be as if you dream. I am a witness of that. I know what that looks like because you're looking at it now. And I know what it felt like, the process. For people to say, even Christians say, you're a fool. Go ahead and move out. Give, give up. Give up everything you have. Just stay in that position, in that, in that marriage where you were being physically abused. Go ahead and stay there. Everybody has something to say to you. I try to tell you what they think that God is telling them to tell you to do. But God has already told you, didn't I tell you, that if you walk upright, there'll be no good thing that I will withhold from you, those that love me. Didn't I tell you, Cindy? (laughs) Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, y'all can shabbat the Lord one time. That means, that means shout. Now, my shout got a purpose. My shout got a purpose. My shout has a connection with my creator. My shout has a purpose. It's full of fulfillment. No, my shout has a purpose. It shows forth my connection with my God. 
and the great and marvelous things that he's done. You got that right? He's giving me another chance. No. No, he's the great and mighty God. You won't know that until you suffer a while. How good he is. Now the word has taken root in me. My shout is not superficial. My shout is supernatural. I don't know well about y'all. Woo! Glory to God. Hey, Rasiande Resiando. Brendi Kisiande Reboko Rasiande. Branda Kosiande. He send the Reboko Resia. Elande Resi Brando. Breki Sende Esia. He candere Serenere. He Brando Resikiondre Siande. He Lando Kosian. Broko Sitendia. He Rante Sitande. Tongues is a sign to the believer. Tongues is a sign to the believer. Not the other. It's a sign to the believer that we believe. Glory to God. We're connected to the same source. My God. He just wanted done in order. My goodness. I'm so tired of people coming against the gifts of the Holy Spirit. That's a devil. It's a lie. He's said praying in the Holy Ghost with your most holy faith. He said it builds you up. It builds you up to a point where you didn't believe that you can believe. Oh no, this is for myself edification self edifying under his shield on the talamandia or am i seated i got a righteous indignation in my spirit tonight my god y'all y'all be seated right quick it's time to get in the classroom and understand the rules of engagement that you're gonna get killed that's the truth you need to understand the warfare that we're in. And your warfare is determined by what you carry. I'm going to say it again. Your warfare is determined by what you carry. See, the enemy just got us blind. I got some things I had before him today. I, I want to know the condition of this church. I want to know our health status. Mm -hmm. My chart. I want to know what's going on. 
See, you got to be brave enough, though. You got to be bold enough to ask them and then expect and, and be able to receive the answer. <laughs> we ain't ready. So my, my job and teacher job is very clear. Our job is to prepare you for eternity. That's my job. That's a pastor's job. And I know my job. I know my description. I know my purpose. I know exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. He can't deceive me. He cannot deceive me. I'm telling you right now, I got a righteous indignation because I need you to see what I see. Everyone tonight here is dealing with something. And the thing that you're dealing with is because of your assignment. But you mix it with your feelings. Which dulls your senses. So, I'm like, what is going on here? Because if one of us, just one of us, is out of line than the rest of us are. If you really... I mean, <laughs> so I'm, I'm asking them, what's going on? Let me first examine me. Let me first examine me. Okay. I can do that. I'm not afraid to look in my heart because ain't nothing hidden. Not with God. So you must first understand that. And I think that we are paying attention to the word that's coming across this pulpit. You have to. So I'm asking him, what's going on? Look at me. I look at my marriage. Because the condition of my home is determined by me. The man. I told you I got righteous indignation today. I'm not playing with the enemy. Love you, but I don't like the enemy. And neither should you. So I'm looking. I'm looking. For me to really understand what's happening, I have to look at my relationship with my wife to see the condition of the church and know the point of entrance for the enemy in each and every one of your lives. I make sure that I stay in covenant with her. But the only way that I can do that properly is my covenant with him. Truth be told. That's how I define my covenant with her. Is my covenant with God. See, a lot of us in broken fellowship right now. Okay, they don't, they pass the, that's hard one now. That's hard one. That's hard. That's hard. That's hard. That's hard. Why, why you come, come at me like that, Pastor? I'm not coming for you. I'm coming what's influencing you. I think I have established my love. I'm committed to my call for you. I'm always here. It's not a point when I'm not here if I can be here. So I'm come love. You have to be active in the relationship. Yeah. 
You can't check out. I'm talking husband and wife, and I'm talking friends, too. Okay? All right. So I look at my relationships. I look at here. I claim that, you know, my wife and I, we have an awesome relationship. We have an awesome relationship. Why would... Oh, I'm, you know what? I'm going to answer that too. Y'all know teacher. Y'all know teacher, right? So I look at our relationship to see does it reflect the relationships of the couples that are in here. There's an entrance, and, and I need to. I have to. So if we have such a great relationship, guess, guess what the enemy is going to try to distort with the people that are connected to us? How many of their relationships reflect our relationship? Husband and wives? Hmm. I want to know what's going on, husbands and wives. (laughs) Hmm. So, what you carry, what you're carrying, determines the warfare that you're in. So we have a great relationship. And I want to come to you and ask you, how come you don't have a great relationship with your spouse? Come on now. Wait, see, I'm going to let you know I see him. The problem is you don't. You're right. So we have a good relationship. So he's going to make sure the people that are attached to us don't have a good relationship. If you come in with issues, And you leave with issues. No, this is, this is what's happening. This is what's happening with our relationship. So he, we got a good relationship. Y'all don't get what I'm saying. So he's going to send us people that don't have good relationships. In a pseudoform that they do have a good relationship. Just because you're together. Mm-mm, mm-mm. To be in relationship, I told you on Sunday, you must be connected yes. to each other. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Ain't no connection. You, y'all feel our connection. Now I come to you, I should feel the same connection. 
So this is the warfare that he sent us. He sent us people have issues. Okay. All right. In their marriage. Mm-mm. Y'all better let that demon know I see you. Light and darkness can't coexist. Okay. Everyone here is dealing with something because of your assignment. So he in your marriage, what's your assignment? What's your assignment that you can't seem to get? What's your assignment? Hmm? What's your assignment? Oh, man, y'all. Y'all in the right place. Y'all going to hear it tonight. See, this is, a, this is another thing, teacher. When a church is flowing and growing and people are happy and everything is beautiful, finances are growing, everything's in order. See, there's a compromise somewhere. You do. There's somebody has compromised. Because we understand the warfare that we're under. Mm-mm-mm. It's not with flesh and blood. So in the marriage, somebody has compromised. So in the church, when things are flowing, just like everything's so happy, everything is some, something has been compromised. Someone is, it, it is the word, someone is compromising. Because he said, many of the afflictions. See, but the thing of it is, he's counting on us not loving each other. He's counting on us not really being in a real relationship with God. You can't have a relationship with God and have her and don't have a relationship with your wife. You can't have a relationship with your wife and don't have a relationship with God, believers. Believers. Deceiving you. You know why? Because you in your flesh. Calling it God. But it's your flesh. I'm ready. I'm I've been studying. I asked the father some questions. What's going on? I told y'all, you know I ain't mad at you, but I love you. But I hate the enemy. And it's time for you to uncloak him. Okay. If the princes of this world had known. See? They would have kept me in that world. See, a deal has been cut somewhere in your covenant. Satan goes, listen, Satan goes where the oil is. He is the anointed cherub that covers. He goes where the oil of joy is supposed to be in your marriage. Okay. This is what happens. So, when a lot of things and issues are being addressed in the church. The enemy flee. Listen, he feels threatened. Oh, okay. That's why, you know, when he feels threatened, whatever you're going through, it turns up the heat in your house. Oh. Everybody start acting even crazier. <laughs> you or someone in there. <laughs> this warfare. Y'all got to know this. Amen. Soon as this priest in here, it turns up. 
And be careful. See, sometimes you have you sitting up front, and then eventually you sit up in the back. See, I already know something going on with you. Not if they're, but if, listen, hold on, let me, let me help you. Let me help you. Let me help you, so this one. Let me help you with this one. Hold down. Hold down. If you know that that's not in your heart, and it can't be you I'm talking about. I'm talking to the person who know in their heart. That's all I'm saying. Okay. All right. It's a shift, and it's great that you can do it. But if you're not, this is all about maturity. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He feels threatened. Satan does not like his work being destroyed. Now, his work that he's doing in you, that you let him in, he don't like that work to be destroyed. Go to First John, minister, with the Toledo on in the back. Go to First John. Hey, Freedom. How you doing? All right. Good. Oh, good to see you. Good to see you. All right. Go to First John. Three. Eight through ten. He don't like when you destroy his work. This is First John chapter 3 at verse 8. But he who commits sin, who practices evil doing, is of the devil. Mm. That's clear, right? Hold on. That's clear. Right? Okay. Go ahead takes his character from the evil one for the devil has sinned violated the divine law from the beginning mm. the reason the son of god was made manifest visible was to undo destroy loosen and dissolve the works the devil has done all right See, and when that husband and wife is in harmony, see, he hates that. He despises that. And you give in to that. Every time. Go ahead, Pastor. Go ahead. Talk about it. We're going to live it right in here. You either going to get right or you'll leave. I ain't after your money, so it don't make no difference to me. But if you want to live right, this is the place to be. See, this was wrong. A lot of pastors I talk, they're afraid to address demons. Just let them sit right there, but I don't. See, that's the, that makes the difference. Because I care about your final destiny. Even if you don't. All right. See, the enemy going, he don't like this. Your job, how you destroy the works of the enemy is when the husband and wife and the family is in harmony. And when you and when your two friends are together, that destroys the work of the enemy. Right. 
For that reason, he said, I was manifested. For that purpose only, I was manifested. You don't see the power that you have in you. And men, if you are praying and you don't got it right with God, he not hearing your prayer. I don't care how long you praying. Until you repent and forgive and take on the character of your creator and not Hasatan, he got you already. You are deceived. So y'all keep letting them play with your peace. I told you I had a righteous indignation tonight, Tony. Tony, I ain't playing because he ain't playing with us. He's trying to kill us. He's trying to divide you and your wife. Eric, he's trying to divide you and Tiffany. He's trying to destroy your covenant. No, because he got you thinking it's you. Your marriage ain't about you. It's other people. Hey, Mario, it's other people. Y'all don't know who the enemy is. If y'all just understood. I'm going to come right through. You're supposed to have a new birth. If I could just get us to stop being deceived. If I could just break the chains. Set you free. See, it's another thing. Listen, any church that does not. Let me put it this way. Any church that is not into deliverance. is a dead church. See, this is why you got a lot of people come to church and, you know, we are a small little group. But, you, you know, as soon as you open a church and you got 5,000 people instantly, you know why? Because, first of all, compromise. Because they won't talk about the real issues. They won't talk about deliverance. We went to a Messianic church in Colorado. And we seeing all this is just so nice and all the palms and everything. And, and we look at the altar call and it's like. Nobody has a gift. You know, I can't discern that these people are bound. Just come on to church. See, Satan will let you just come on. He'll let you just come on and violate the laws and the commandments of God. He'll let you just come on in. Come on in. It's a good place. I asked him, what's wrong? What's going on? We have a great marriage. What's wrong with the marriages in here? What's wrong with the marriages in here? I'm talking to the enemy. I ain't talking to you. Amen. And we don't see it. Nitpicking. This and that. This ain't my way. I want this. And, and you got to do this for me. And I want all of this. And selfishness. I told you the root of all sin. We're supposed to be known. 
for our love. And we can't stand each other. We're supposed to be known for our love. Your marriage is an example which strikes a blow to the world. In my shortcoming, this is what we steal together. You're here to destroy the works of the enemy. That's what your marriage does. That's what your relationship does. Because he likes to divide. Confusion. He's the author of it. God's not the author of confusion. Okay. All right. I said a church that does not talk about deliverance is a dead church. It has compromised the very word of the living God. The purpose of the church is not to have a good time. The church is not to be in competition with who can preach and teach the best. Who can shout the best? You got contests, everybody shouting and all that. I mean, that ain't in God. That's just foolishness. Who can shout and dance the best? Who's the gospel artist of the year? That doesn't destroy the works of the enemy. That's all it is. Don't worry, you're in the right place. You're in the right thing. So that means you can do the right thing. It'd be different if you're in the wrong place, hearing the wrong thing, then obviously you're going to do the wrong thing. But you're in the right place, hearing the right thing, that means you can do the right thing. Okay. It's up to you. It's your choice. Okay, here we go. The problem is, in your marriage... In the church, which is synonymous, is the same. <laughs> what it needs is a true move of God. Amen. What your relationship needs is a true move of God. What you need in your friendship is a true move of God. What you need in your life is a true move of God. A true one. Amen. This is what's not happening. See, this is how you get an advantage over the enemy and not him one over you. Yes. Works in the relationship. He works in the relationship. He seeks to divide. <laughs> I got to stop giving in to him. What we need is a move of God in the church. Some of us right now, sitting right here at this moment, right now, need a move of God in your marriage. Right here tonight at prayer. Yes. Right at this very moment. Yes. That's what you need. 
I got a question. Why you can't see the enemy? It's operating through you. Hmm? How come you can't see the enemy operating through you? I got to come through the people now. How come you can't see the enemy operating through you? How come you can't? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yeah, yeah. You do. You do see. You choose. Just like you choose to close your eyes or open them. You choose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, the problem is if we don't want to see ourselves. And notice what I said. How come you can't see him working through you? See, but to see him working through you might be like this. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. Because, oh, we won. And no man has hated himself. So when I'm fussing at you and I'm yelling at you, I'm yelling at myself. If we were one. But the Bible said when you get married, you become one flesh. I'm going to say it again. When you get married, the Bible said you become one flesh. Two people with one flesh. Echad. One unit. And no man has hated himself. I'm just sitting there hating myself, fussing at you. I can't stand myself. Why are you married? Why are you here? And no man has hated himself must not must be something you put together oh, that happens. That happens. Hmm. however uh-huh. if you are in Christ he says uh-huh. all things can work uh-huh. it can, it can. Yeah, okay. but you need to choose but see it take two it, it takes two it takes two it takes two Okay. Can we go here? Can I go here? I'm going to go back to that. Why can't you see the enemy operating through you? Hmm? Since you can't see, but your eyes, and normally the wife is the eyes, she can see what you can't see. You are stubborn. You are this and you are that. How come that don't make you want to correct it? How come it makes you mad? I want to see something else, but how come it makes you mad? Mm. Go ahead. Say that, Mario. Pride. 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 What comes before? But you don't believe the word because you got it. See, you want to be in the kingdom when you want to be in. And how the way you want to be in it. Now, you got to be. No, your heart got to be right to be in it. See, that's the problem. Your heart ain't in the marriage. Your heart ain't in the relationship. Your heart ain't in it. So when you're arguing, you're acting what's in your heart. Okay, I'm just saying. This is why we can't have, we're supposed to have one of the greatest marriage conferences. Everybody always, how come, when are y'all going to have the marriage conference? When do you, everybody keep coming to, because they know that's what our relationship, this is what it's based on. I said, I can't because the people that are with me are not ready. That's when we're going to have it, when they're ready. Then you will be able to help them that need to come in and see a true relationship other than just me and you. Because the relationship is for other people. Selfish self. I'm trying to. Y'all know I love you. 
Just a good one. Just a good spanking for the enemy. So I love y'all. I love you enough to tell you the truth. I'll let you, I'll let you go ahead and mull around in it and figure it out for a little bit. But see, you're taking too long now. I got to say something. Taking too long. So this is what happens. This is why you can't see the enemy. This is why you can't see him. Here's a hint. Because your emotions are out of control. That's why you can't see him. That's why you can't see him in you. Because your emotions are dictating to you a false reality. This straight from the Holy Spirit. Download in prayer. This is why you can't see you acting crazy. I want to have, I want to have the marriage conference here. I want to have it. But you got to be right. What difference does it make if we, we sit up here and have a marriage conference and the people coming in for help and you sitting there with each other just fussed last night. And now we're going to walk a ministry having, you know, a, a, a marriage come. No, we're not. Not until we get it right. Then you can help. Put your mask on first, it said, the plane going down. Then you can help other people. Amen? Amen. Okay. All right. All right. Mm. Your feelings are dictating to you a false reality of the word of God. It says, this is what happened, married people. And this also, I'm talking about relationship, people that you say your friend. Yeah. Okay. All right. See, this is something. I, I had a little thing yesterday. <laughs> Somebody called me. Another pastor friend. See, the thing of it is, I don't know what he thinks. But in my mind, I'm his friend. It don't matter. He called me. I'm the friend. I'm the one that show forth the friend. I'm the friend. And a friend love it when? At all times. Not when it's convenient. Not when you think you got an advantage. I'm a friend. So that means I'm just a friend. I don't care. It's not, it doesn't matter. Monetary, what you got, what you got to say, whatever. I'm a friend. Doesn't matter what you said, what you did, what you didn't do. It's about to show yourself friendly. All right. It's not that I needed anything from him. He called because he needed something from me. Someone he could trust. See? I told you when you love, it's like you're losing. Okay. All right. When you're operating by your emotions, you can't see yourself. You're saying God's not, not, God does not have the power to help my marriage. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Like what you're going through right now, you, you're saying that God doesn't have the power to help your marriage. One, you don't value it. 
Marriage is spiritual. It's not carnal. It's not natural. Hello? It's spiritual. Marriage is spiritual, but you make it carnal. You make it carnal. That's why marriages fail. Yeah. In the kingdom. In the kingdom you got That's why the divorce is higher in the kingdom than it is yeah. in the world. It Paul said it then and it's true now. Yeah. People be sitting right in here and want uh, an annulment or get divorced. Sitting right in here. In the kingdom. Okay. That's a good one tonight. Amen. All right. All right. I'm trying to help y'all how to get an advantage. Don't let him get an advantage on you. This is intercessory prayer. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. This is different teaching. What God is saying, you're saying he don't have power when he can't help your marriage. Because you haven't given it to him. He said, I've given you my word. And that is sufficient. That is enough for what you're going through with your spouse or your friend. I've given you my word. That's enough. You just need, you just need to find where it's written and apply. Mm-mm. But pastor, how do I apply? That's the word they want to know. How do I apply? How do I apply? When I find where it's written, how do I apply? You apply the word simply by obedience. Amen. That's how it gets into you. Okay. Hello? Amen. Y'all learning something? Yes. My married couples, y'all learning something? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I heard a yes, sir. This is how you, this is how you apply it. You obey what it says. See, that, that nullifies your emotions. The thing that's controlling you. The thing that's allowing you to see what you shouldn't be able to see. It's a false reality. It dictates to you a false reality. Your emotions. They're supposed to work for you, not against you. Yeah? Okay. All right. All right. That works for friendship too, right? Stay focused. Stay focused. We just haven't let God fully in our lives and in our marriage. We just haven't let him fully in. Because there's no way that we can sit here and read 1 Corinthians 13 and hear it every day, day after, day after, day after on Sunday. There's no way. There's no way because you're not obedient. It is not engrafted into you. There's no way that you could have an issue with your spouse. And if you did, you would do what love never fails. You would do exactly what it says. It never takes no account of the wrong done to it. See, but you're not applying the word. It's not you're not obeying. You're not obeying. That's simple. We had a love chapter every week. What? What? What is this with me and my wife? What is wrong with us? Yeah. See, you're scared to say that. You're scared to say what's wrong with us. No, you think it's the other person. Really, it's the same in the one. Yeah. What's wrong with us? 
But you got to be one to be us. I was going to have Al read 1 Corinthians 13, but that be your homework tonight. Married couples and friends, read 1 Corinthians 13 by the Spirit. Because you've been reading it and hearing it by your flesh. Because there's no way that you could read this and operate the way that you do with each other. No way. You either believe or you don't. Amen. Okay. I'm doing good. Hold on. Let me get this thing. Can I finish, y'all? Yeah. All right. I'm not going to read the first one. I had, had a note right here. Mr. Al, read. But I need you to do that homework. I got to cut some corners here. Because I said if you were truly connected to the scripture, you wouldn't be in the situation you find yourself in today. Tomorrow. The day after that. Okay. Pick one. If you were truly applying the word of God, truly believing what he said in 1 Corinthians 13. My, I got a question for you. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Married couples that are having these issues. My question to you is, what are you carrying? Mm. What are you carrying? That he's paying you a visit. What, what are you carrying? Mm? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why is it if you, you got friends and why is he showing up in your relationship? All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. My couple, my, 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 my troubled couples. Ask yourself, what are we carrying, baby? That he would be at us like this. What, what, are we, what are we carrying? But you got to come out of yourself. You'll never ask this question. And you'll never really want to do. See, the problem of it is, once you ask that question, there's going to have to be work. And you don't want to work. But it would be sweatless if you would just obey. You said I do. And the ones who want to get married, you're going to be prepared. Amen. 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 Oh, this is good marriage com- com- counseling right now, ain't it? This is good counseling. Shoot. Y'all better stop playing with the enemy. Amen. You're right. Time we come together and, we, and we, we set aside the little superficial things and we say, you know what, I'm sorry. You say, I'm sorry too. And see, what happened now? We destroyed the works of the enemy. Listen, it broke it off of us and my children. Because they're watching you. Because they're watching you. See, but you can't. But see, when you got pride, that's right. Go ahead. Shout it out. When you got pride, you won't do that. Hello? When you got pride, you won't do that. Because I told you, you don't know how to be hurt. I told you that on Sunday. Your problem is you don't know how to be hurt. To know how to be hurt is to rise above. That's how you know how to be hurt. Mm. <laughs> uh, you know what that showed me? That showed me that you have such a capacity to love. 
No, no, no. See, even the married couples, when, when things are happening like this, it shows that you have such a capacity to love and forgive. This is why you won't. This is why he keeps you in that stasis. See, but you're going through with your emotions. You, you're going with your past, and you're supposed to be born again. That's supposed to be buried. And the only reason you go back is to give God glory. That was awesome. That's the only reason I look back. That's the only reason I look back is to give him glory. You brought me from a mighty long way. Go ahead and say it. See, you don't know how to use your past. You keep letting your past run you. It's buried. It's dead. But how come it still rules you? Because you have not completely given it all to God. That's just it. You try, if you don't, you're saying God, he's a liar. You're saying his word don't work. You're saying that, that what I feel is, is better than being healed. That's what you're saying. All right. All right. Mary couple, what are you carrying? Let's stop this argument. What are we, what are we doing, first of all? What, what is our assignment? What is, why is he fighting us so hard? Mm. God. That's the question that you should be asking instead of fighting. See, and, and the also thing, it, it's, this also goes for a one-on-one relationship with God himself. You should be in the corner saying, what, what's wrong? What's, what's, what's wrong? Why, can I, why do I act the way I act? Why do I feel the way I feel? Why can't I do and trust in all these things that I'm supposed to with people? What's, what's, let me have the one-on-one relationship here. Now, I love him. I'm talking to man. Mario just blessed me. Come on, Mario. You know, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no shame. He had some issues in his marriage. And Mario met with me. He said, he said, Pastor, he said, I, I want, I'm not even going to talk about my wife. I want help with me. He said, I want to fix me. Man, I could cry right now. Because that, that right there is a changed man. He said, I, I identified that it's me. And he's done the work. And he's done the work. Necessary. He ain't questioning the authority that's above him. Like most of you do. This is why men don't change. See, I'm, I ain't playing with you. You want to play? This is not the time to play. See, you got to be in a place that really care enough to deliver you. You got to be in a place that identify what's on you. He's not afraid to work. Ain't nothing like a man saying, fix me. You know something I don't know. Help me. Help me. That's right. Now, now, now he's going to fall. Listen, now he's going to fall into his purpose and his destiny. Listen, for his family, for his children, because he set aside his pride. That's why you grow. He's not afraid. He's not afraid. That's right. And stay off the internet until you have the Holy Spirit, until you have discernment, know what's good and what's not. Stay out of the extra uh, apocryphal books. You ain't ready for that. Stay out of the Hebrew until you got love in your heart. 
That's another thing. Everybody talking about they hear from God. They hear from God. But why, God, why you ain't hearing God telling you a light right now? It's not what he said it to be. How come you can't hear that? You're not treating your wife or your husband. How come you can't hear that? Got that right. This is love right here. This is the real love that you need. It puts you on the right path that you need. See, but some people, see, the Bible said he loves. Who he chases, he loves. So God loves you. If he's talking to you right now and this is you, he loves you so much. He don't want, you can't go to him and say, ah, nobody told me. Pastor Rod told me. <laughs> Woo, okay. Now you, it's out of my hands. So it's up to you. What does the enemy know? Terrence, what does the enemy know? Eric, what does the enemy know about your life? David, what does the enemy know about your life that you don't know? What does he know about your life that he would come to you at the way he's coming at you? What does he know about your life that you don't know? Is he coming at you about that you can't see? First Corinthians chapter three, one through three. This is what he likes to do to you. This is 1 Corinthians chapter 3 at verse 1. However, brethren, I could not talk to you as to spiritual men, but as to non-spiritual men of the flesh in whom the carnal nature predominates, as to mere infants in the new life in Christ, unable to talk yet. I fed you with milk, not solid food, for you were not yet strong enough to be ready for it. Mm. But even yet, you are not strong enough to be ready for it. For you are still unspiritual, having the nature of the flesh under the control of ordinary impulses. For as long as there are envying, and jealousy and wrangling and factions among you. Are you not unspiritual and of the flesh, behaving yourselves after a human standard Go ahead. and like mere unchanged men? That's where he want to keep you. With your help. Men. Talking to some women, too. Mm. The word of God has everything that you need. If you want to be fixed, you can be fixed. If you want to stay like you are, you can stay like you are. It's your choice. Do y'all write that down? Y'all need to write that scripture down right there. First Corinthians 
3, 1 through 3. Find out this is what we're doing, all this quarreling and fighting and all this stuff. Man, y'all got to be kidding me. Mm. I want this to go viral. I want I get a million hits. <laughs> I'm blessed. <laughs> all right, all right. Jesus Christ. All right, let me stop. <laughs> You get a billion hits on that, but I post this, and it won't, you you get just y'all. <laughs> and not all y'all. And not all y'all. Okay, okay. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna show y'all something. Okay, I got I got I got to move this thing along because this uh, this thing is unfolding, and there's a lot here. Okay. <laughs> Gotta have a little fun. Gotta have a little. See, that's what a marriage needs. <laughs> needs some laughter, man. <laughs> Brandy, I'm sorry. <laughs> Tony, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. But I had to. I had to lighten it up. I'm coming hard, so I got, I got to lighten it up a little bit. Right? I mean, I got 10 levels. I'm only at two. This is two. This is two. Yeah. This is two. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay, here we go. That's where I told you, that's where the enemy want to keep you at. Okay? I'm going to need y'all to fight back. Okay. Come on, come on, come on, marriages. I'm going to need you to fight back. I didn't hear what I need to hear. I don't know. All right, all right, all right. Mm. This time, Star, you're going to really fight back, ain't you? You're going to be equipped. You're going to be ready. Right, man? You're going to know when he's trying to come into your life. See, that's the thing. The image has been right there. You don't see him sitting right by you. Stubborn. Real quick. Real quick. Real quick. Hold on. All right. When I got to save some time. Go to, huh? I got to save some time. Hold on. Okay. All right. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get it. Let me get that there. I'm going to have to skip that right there. All right, man. Okay. I said, you're going to need to fight back, correct? Oh, man. Uh, okay. You're going to have to fight for your sanity. I'm just saying, you said a thing. You right. You so right. You so right. I don't. People that need to clap, they ain't clapping. No, no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. People that need to clap, they ain't clapping. See, that's another thing. That's another thing. That's another thing. The enemy will keep you. See, you, you raise all kind of sin with everything else. But when it comes, that's an old saying, raised saying. But when I'm speaking to what's bothering you, what's hindering you, you don't respond properly. 
If that's me, that's me. Yet, carnal. Because you sit here and still think, I ain't talking to you. I'm talking directly to you. I'm telling you, when I say I'm talking to you, I'm telling you to contend, to fight. Don't give in to your emotions. Be vigilant. Be steadfast. Be sober-minded. I'm telling you to contend. He wants to destroy the lives that are attached to you. Okay. question is what is the thorn in your flesh because what you're going through now that thorn in your flesh was sent by Satan that's right it was sent by Satan so that thing that's hindering you stopping you blocking you is sent there by Satan okay all right Y'all know the scripture. I got to cut it. Can't do the scripture. Take a little time. The thorn in your flesh is designed to cause distraction, discomfort, is designed to cause Aggregation, restlessness, hopelessness is designed to affect your spiritual sensitivity. So you can't feel anymore. And you can't smell danger coming. It's, it's designed to do. Your senses, what you're supposed to be hearing. And all you can hear is your need. You can't hear that we've won. We say, Tony. Okay. <laughs> God loves us. And he loves us, y'all. This is why you get messages like this. This is why you get strategies like this. Because he loves us. And you don't have to go blindly into the spirit. Oh, man, teacher. You can't smell danger. Because all of your concentration is on the pain and discomfort. That thorn won't... That thorn wants you to die prematurely in your purpose okay see he's designed he's smart he know he got you so you'll never fulfill your purpose and you'll never do the will of God for your life which affects other lives I can't even do all the scriptures all right I gotta go to one scripture okay Come on, let me work with this thing, teacher. Let me unfold it. I know, I know, I know. You're going to get me. First, first Samuel. 
1 Samuel. Okay? 17. I'm going to show y'all something. 1 Samuel 17. I can show you a whole lot. I got so much here. 1 Samuel 17. 34 through 37. Come on. 1 Samuel chapter 17 at verse 34. And David said to Saul, Your servant kept his father's sheep. And when there came a lion, or again a bear, and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after it, and smote it, and delivered the lamb out of its mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by its beard and smote it and killed it. Your servant killed both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be like one of them. For he has defied the armies of the living God. Verse 37. David said, the Lord who delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear he will deliver me out of the hand of this philistine and saul said to david go and the lord be with you all right hold on put a pin right there i wanted to make sure you understood what sanity means. sanity the ability to think and behave in a normal and rational manner sound and mental health Sanity. Okay. All right. Make sure you got that because he want to steal that from you. Yes, I can. Love to. Sanity means the ability to think and behave in a normal manner and in a normal and rational manner. Sound mental health. Okay. So let's go back to this. Let's go back to here. Let's go back to that David thing. What you don't understand, that that was David's testimony. That was David's testimony. So if you read down a little bit lower, you read down a little bit more, you, you find out the next thing that happened is he's facing the army. See, when your testimony, see, this is what, you got a testimony in this assignment, in this marriage, but you can't get to it. Because you, got, you haven't defeated the lion. The bear. Okay. You, you haven't, this was his testimony. So soon as you... Soon as he gave Saul his testimony, look what he was up against. Now, he's up against the Goliath. Right after he gave his testimony, he's up now against another enemy. My Lord, you better come on through. Oh, if I could get y'all to really hear what I'm saying. And you too must go through Samaria, the process. Okay, listen, he said the Lord was on his side from the beginning of his ministry. 
Also, if you, oh, if you, if you read it, this is the part we miss. That the enemy didn't come for David. It didn't come for the sheep. It came for the lamb. It came for what it was carrying. A sheep carries the lamb. He came for your assignment. He's coming. I'm telling you what he's coming for. He's coming for the thing that you haven't given birth to yet. And the lamb of, is represented as who? Jesus. Where's Jesus at? In you now. The Holy Spirit, right? Okay. Uh, that is, okay. Y'all missing the whole thing. Okay. As soon as David gave his testimony, who shows up the whole Philistine army led by the Goliath giant? Soon as he gave his testimony. He didn't come after David, the lion. The bear didn't come after David. It didn't come after the sheep. It came out of what he was carrying. This is a lamb. As soon as it gave birth. So where was the lion? Where was the bear all this time? Behind the scene. Just like he is with you and your marriage. He won't let you give. You're trying to give birth, but you can't. Okay. What you need is the kingdom. How does the kingdom come? Look at that. I need some, I need some theologians in here. Matthew chapter 6, 9. How does the kingdom come? Does it come by preaching? Does it come by singing? It comes by prayer. The kingdom comes by prayer. Matthew chapter 6, 9. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Hold on. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Your purpose and the will of God comes by prayer and nothing else. Okay, okay. Y'all, teacher, teacher, wait a minute. I remember Sunday. I got two more closings. Hold on. Hold on. Let me, get, let me finish this. I can't have five minutes. He said eight. He said yes. He said eight. Come on. Let me finish this. It ain't, got, ain't got nothing to do. Just let me say that. Brandy said she done came all this way. She ready to have this thing. She ready to take this thing with her. I thought, did I perceive that wrong? Come on, teacher. Just let me unwind. Just let me bring it to the end. Can I bring it to the end? Just let me bring it to the end. I pray that God stretch out your night when you sleep. You get four hours, he'll be at eight. Amen. You got to see that by faith, though. Amen. I need some folks delivered in here. You stopping the flow. I needed some deliverance in here. Okay. Okay. The way the kingdom comes, the way it's manifested in God's will is through prayer. 
okay? A place of intercessory, a place between humanity and divinity. That's where prayer is. So we find right now we're between humanity and divinity, okay? This is the other thing, Rand. Last I'm going to say, you, you, you can't bring forth in the spirit without travail. See, this is what's happening in your marriage right now. This is what happened. You can't bring forth unless you travail. Not fight. Travail. You have to have an understanding that I'm bringing, we're carrying something. We're pregnant. Okay. Okay. Can't go to, okay. If you don't travail, you can't bring forth. Travail means painful. Travail means painful, laborious, effort. The synonym, you know what a synonym is, right? A word is very similar, same word, right? It means this. Now, watch this and see if the scripture come up. It means ordeal. It means trial. It means tribulation. I'm talking about travail. It means trouble. It means hardship. It means stress. It means toil. It means exertion. It means labor. It means work. It means sweat. It means struggle. Travail. How should I bring you to, to travail and you don't deliver? How shall you not bring forth? This is what the enemy is doing with your marriage. He don't want you to ever bring forth. And after you have travail for a while, he said, after a while, what happens? After you, you deliver. Many are the affliction of the righteous, but God has delivered, delivered them, birthed them out of them all. But you don't want to, you, you don't push. You won't toil. I said travail. You won't travail for your marriage. (laughs) This is my answer for this is my answer for everything I go through. This is my answer. It might not be yours, but this is my answer for everything. Pray or die. That's my, that's my answer to everything. Pray or die. That's how I approach everything. Pray or die. See, but you don't know that until you understand what the enemy is trying to do to you. If I don't pray... This is what happens. Purpose and destiny is birth in the place of prayer. Instead of the couples praying together, they won't. I'm sorry, teacher, but I just had to unfinish this one. I just had to. I just had to. I just had to. I paid the price later. She's going to love me. We won. 
She was quite low, she be alright. You, know. <laughs> you love me. No, I'm just <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a joke. <laughs> you got She know I'm in this. We won. We won. Now you know. Now you know. Sunday. She okay. 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 All right. I'm almost done because she's gonna get me. <sighs> okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna cut that one out. No more scripts. Okay. Hold on. All right. All right. All right. We got to get aggressive. Or should I say more aggressive? Because you've been aggressive in the wrong direction. They get aggressive in the right direction. Okay. Prayer is a life and death situation. I told you the enemy did not come for David. He didn't come for the sheep. He came for what the sheep was carrying. The lamb. What are you carrying? He comes for your strength. He comes from your purpose. He comes for your assignment. He comes for your mental mind. He, he comes for your mantle. He, he comes for your glory. He comes for your future. He comes for your testimony. He comes for the very reason for which you were born. My question to you, are you running the course like Paul did? Are you in your call? Are you in your purpose? Because if you're not, the enemy is gaining ground on you. This is why some of us feel overtaken by life. You must function. As teacher said, she was in my, in my thing. That's why I wanted to Get there. Teacher, did you hear what I said? That's what you said. And I didn't have time to write. You must function in your calling and your purpose. You must function in your calling and in your purpose. Husbands and wives. You missed what I said. You must function in your calling. Husband and wives. That's your calling. Amen. Um, husbands and wives, take a take a take a point and and look at your family and see who's gaining ground on you. See where you at and be don't be afraid to look. It's eight thirty four. I'm sorry, but some things you just got to finish. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Can I get y'all to stand to your feet? I know it's a, it's a lot. I want to have a marriage conference. People out there telling that we really need it. They say they, say they need this. But I need y'all to do something. I need y'all to really, truly. If you're having something with your Spouse, repent. Amen. I mean, for real? That's what we're supposed to do. Repent to God. Hello? Repent to God. 
So you can function, both of you. Amen? Amen. Look, I'm just going to end it real quick. Father, in the name of Jesus, I bless you. I give you glory. I honor you. I thank you for your word tonight. I thank you for the people that came out tonight to hear the word of God, Father. Thank you for the intercessors that prayed your will tonight, Father. I thank you, Father, for deliverance. I thank you, Father, for uh, us being obedient, Father. I thank you just for us gathering together and, and, and taking a deep look at ourselves and the condition of our family, husband and wives. He said, love your wives, husband. He said, wives, submit yourself to your husband. Adapt yourself to him. Father, I thank you right now. I bless you for this time that can never be repeated ever again, Father. We honor you. We bless you. Father, there's nobody like you. I worship you. I adore you. I surrender all to you. I thank you. I glorify you. I magnify you. I exalt thee. There's nobody like you. The one, only, true, and living God. It's in the name that is above every name, the name Yeshua, Jesus Christ. We honor you. We bless you. I pray for safe passage for each and every individual. I pray heads of protection around them tonight, Father. I speak health and healing in every marriage and every relationship in here tonight, Father. I pray your covenant of peace be the shalom in their homes, Father. I pray that they forget everything that happened, Father, and start anew afresh tonight, Father. I thank you right now. I honor you. I bless you. And I never want to leave your presence, Father. It's in Yeshua's name that we pray. Amen. amen. And amen. Shalom. Amen. Glory.